Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Apple Presentations with Matt Volbricht. And um, we are really, really excited. So we're using, we're all here on webinar and then... um, so welcome to all of you, and welcome to everyone who is tuning in using ACB Radio. And I am so excited about this presentation. It's going to be all about creating ringtones. So I know it's definitely something that I do not know how to do, and I'm so excited because Matt is going to teach us all about it. All right, Matt, why don't you go ahead and take it away? Welcome. All right. Thanks so much. Once again, I really appreciate it. Always, uh, always look forward to these on Friday afternoons. Thanks so much for having me. You know, we're trying to share with you all sorts of helpful tips and tricks and, and things that can, can just sort of revolutionize the experience with these Apple products. And today we are going to talk about GarageBand and we are going to talk about creating ringtones because Really and truly, that's going to be one of the greatest uh, ways to create ringtones now. Uh, You can do it right on the iPad and the iPhone, and so it doesn't require any special uh, software. It doesn't require the use of a Mac or PC. Uh, It doesn't require iTunes. There are some people who have recommended some third-party apps, but I'll kind of talk about what those are and why some people might recommend them and why they're not really needed. I am joined by trainers uh, Cliff and Rita. I did just hear Rita come in as well. Uh, Thank you guys. Welcome. Uh, Glad to have you here. Uh, I am very hopeful that that they will uh, be willing to do some uh, demos on their iPads today as I talk through this with you. I um, am, I've been kind of uh, preoccupied with several things today uh, going on at one time and I'm, uh, not yet in a place where I have access to my iPad at this second. I, I will be in a little while, but I, I know trainer Cliff uses his iPad. And, and so Cliff, you probably can, uh, can demo this as we talk about it. Is that right? Technically, I guess I could. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm actually on my iPad, but you know, as you know, I can't demo and be on zoom at the same time. So, um, Maybe we should uh, drop that ball on Rita's court because uh, we know she has two devices. That's right. That's right. Well, Rita, if you're if you're willing, we'll we'll uh, walk through it and have you uh, demo what we do. Does that sound okay to you? This is not my strong suit. Okay, I've created the <laughs> the steps <laughs> for uh, creating uh, a. Uh, a ringtone in GarageBand. I have written up the steps. I've got the steps for it, but I am not the best to demo this thing. Cliff is much better at it. Um, Cliff, would well, you want to call in on your on your iPhone and hold on demo? A second. Hold on a second. What's the date? Today? I'm about to mark this on my calendar. Really, <laughs> 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 just gave me credit for being better at something in there. Well, I have my. What we're gonna we're gonna talk. I have my I iPhone right here. We're gonna talk through it anyway. Yeah, I have my iPhone here okay. in front of me, and well, I should be able to do it from that. Plus, 
Um, I, that's right. That's right. I can post my. I can. Re, I can repost my blog post um, on my website and on yours too, Matt. Where? Well, yes, um, and, and that's what I was going to tell everybody. We did a podcast on this very thing where we demoed this in detail. Uh, we both did it, and we one of us created uh, a ringtone first, and then the other, and 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 so we have a lot of great. Um, uh, audio information and you're going to need it because there's no possible way that we can cover all of this in one uh, 90 minute session. The learning curve in this garage band app is rather steep. And so what yes. I want, to, what, yeah, <laughs> what I want to do first is to talk about it. I want to share with you exactly what the app is, what it does, what you kind of need to know going in and and then we'll get to how we create ringtones so let's let's start out by talking a little bit about GarageBand. Matt before before you get started because I know there's people listening and they might want to you know get um directions and you know Rita does a great job of the odd devices stuff that she sends out every Monday so I want to let people know that if they would like this tutorial which has a link directly to the podcast in it you can email me at stir it up at icloud.com and that's s-t-u-r-i-t-u-p at icloud.com and i will send those directions along with the link to that podcast directly to you i mean matt's gonna walk us through it and i'm probably gonna be able to pull it up on my iphone and give you a demonstration but in that podcast matt did it on his phone and i did it on my ipad and we kind of messed up and we didn't edit it because we wanted to show you that it's not always perfect when you do it the first couple of times but once you get the hang of it then it works just fine right and just also to clarify that there are i you know i'm compulsive and so i wrote it down as little mini steps so there's like 28 steps okay but like number one step is open garage band number two is you know so it's, it's i've got it broken down into these micro steps and it is very doable you have to have a source of where you're going to go grab the music from, you know, if it's something that you own, you know, a music, uh, you know, or some place where you're going to go get the content to move. Matt it and I would garage. both recommend having something already in files, Dropbox, Google Drive, something that you yes. can, and to already have it. Well, I, you don't have to have it edited, Matt, because if it's longer than the, the a lot of time, it all uh, it shrinks it for you. Correct. As long as uh, as long as you want the beginning of it, the only time when this is going to become tricky is if you you know want a specific part of the song. Let's say you know minute one minute and thirty seconds to two minutes, you know, and you must have that part because it's the chorus or it's your right. favorite part of the song. Then that's going to require some editing. That's going to be something we're not going to even have time to touch on today. I mean, I'll mention it in discussion as I explain it here. But it's we're not going to be able to demo that for you all in one time. Right. And just also to add that this would be such a handy thing to know or to have this resource if there's something precious that you've got, you know, uh, a sound of your child's laughter, you know, where you've got a a file for that or um, something precious that cannot be reproduced and you want to make a ringtone out of that, this would be the vehicle to do it with. Okay, if you're only going to do this ever once or something, you know, like there's been a couple of times I'm like, oh, I will just go buy the ringtone for 99 cents, you know, instead. <laughs> and and uh, but if you've got a lot of ringtones or you really want to do this, it is doable. 
You just got to follow the steps. Um, and speaking of the steps, I just wanted to say that if you if you were to email that link to community at ecb.org, um, I'm sure that we can get that at the end of our daily schedule. And put that oh, that that would be great. Yeah, <clears throat> that would be awesome, Mika. We can just post what that. Was that again? Yeah. I, what is that address? I can do it right now. What is it? Community at acb.org. acb.org. Okay. I'll do that right now. Thank you. Okay. All right. Awesome. Awesome. So let's uh, let's talk about GarageBand. And and one final little announcement is that if you are interested in learning GarageBand, that is one of the things that we teach in our free courses, especially the iPad course. Registration is set to open later today. Uh, so this evening uh, on ttjtech.net, you'll be able to register for those classes. You'll get an email if you are uh, if you are subscribed to the blog, you will get an email when it is time to register. But it will be sometime this evening that that will go live um, and, and you'll get an email inviting you to register. All right. So let's, uh, let's talk about what GarageBand is. GarageBand is a powerful audio editing app that really gives you a recording studio in the palm of your hand. I mean, that's the only way I know to say it that even remotely comes close to giving it justice for doing justice to what it does. It is extremely powerful and you can use this app and you can truly become, you know, a a DIY musician and recording artist and sound engineer all in one. This app Apple could easily charge hundreds of dollars for this app, okay? There, you know, we, we talk about the, the kinds of things that Apple does that about their customers. This is one of those things, but it, they don't. It's actually free. It's included with every iPad, iPhone, uh, and it's also on the Mac, of course, uh, but we're going to be focusing on the iOS and iPad OS version today. Now, as I say, it is a full-fledged uh, recording studio mixer. You have various mixer controls. You have all of these things built into this app. You can record using the built-in microphone on your iPad if you want to record spoken audio or, or simple things like that. Or if you need a more robust audio recording experience, you can get some sort of external microphone, either a USB or lightning or Bluetooth microphone, you know, different types of mics that you can connect and, and use a headset just as you would in a, in a recording studio. Um, you can also connect guitars and stomp boxes and, and uh, various types of bass and record the audio from those instruments. Uh, you can buy audio interfaces that allow you to connect multiple devices to your iPad and monitor that audio as it's coming into the iPad. And you can, you can even have um, real-time monitoring, playing of things like live drums and you know groups of people singing and all this stuff. So that is the first component to GarageBand. The, uh, the other thing, just to go along with that, when you're recording, for example, your voice, you can add tons and tons of different types of effects to those vocals that you record. So you can have uh, the sound of, you know, being in a, um, in a big concert hall 
even if you're recording in your living room or, you know, you, other other kinds of fun things like robot or chipmunk or, you know, telephone booth or uh, distortion, all kinds of effects and EQ settings and, and so on that you can add as you are um, as you're doing your vocal recordings. Now, beyond that, the next thing that you can do with GarageBand is you can connect a MIDI device. And a MIDI device would be something like a a digital piano or a keyboard. We can connect a digital piano over uh, MIDI, which is a a music recording standard. And we can use the software instruments that are built into GarageBand. So GarageBand has hundreds of downloadable software instruments in all sorts of categories, you know, pianos, strings, bass, drums, brass, woodwinds, just all sorts of instruments, even even sound effects. And you can download these uh, software instruments and use them with MIDI controllers, keyboards, digital pianos, and, and things of that nature. And when you record these, uh, you can you know use multiple tracks, make your own arrangements, and in a you can supplement that with um, built-in what's called Apple Loops, which are like predefined um, instruments that are playing various melodies or patterns, and you can even uh, have built-in drums from one of several drummers that GarageBand has, and these drummers even have names. They have like Kyle and Caitlin and all these different names and each drummer has a unique style. You can choose what drums they use. So there's all sorts of built-in stuff. You really don't even know, you don't even have to really know how to play music and you can make music in GarageBand. In fact, there's a really, really simple mode that's designed for uh, beginners and uh, classroom settings and so on called live loops that you actually put notes onto a grid and GarageBand plays those notes back for you. And so it's almost impossible to do anything that doesn't sound good, you know. And, and so th- there's even that mode as well. And while we're talking about that, what can we do on screen if we don't have a MIDI controller, uh, you know, a digital piano, a guitar, whatever? Can we do anything on screen? Well, of course, we can record our voice. We already talked about that. But we also can actually play the piano right on screen. We can pull up an on-screen music keyboard and play that. We can pull up on-screen violins and strings and guitars and basses and even on-screen drum kits. So we have all of these things that we can do even without connecting any external devices. The last part that I want to talk about before we get into the ringtones is the collaboration aspect of GarageBand. And this is really cool. Because this takes things to a whole new level. GarageBand offers multiple uh, means of collaboration and playing music together. There are actually two that I want to talk about today. One is the jam session. The jam session is meant for people who are in the same room, local, playing together. And what happens is every person in the jam session has their own iPad or iPhone or iPod touch, and you'll use Wi-Fi and Bluetooth to create a jam session. Now, one person in the group is the director or the conductor of the performance, and the other people all follow that person's lead. And you can have different instruments. You know, you could have piano, bass 
drums and guitar or something like that and all be playing together. And then that song that the four people have played together gets mixed down to one song that you can play back, that you can share with other people. You can share it, you know, by messages and mail. You can share it through SoundCloud. You can save it. You can, you know, upload it to different websites and do whatever you want with it, really, and save it in multiple formats. So that is the jam session. Uh, the last one that I'd like to talk about when it comes to collaboration was especially awesome when this whole pandemic began and people were asked to stay in their own homes and distance from everybody else. And this is collaborative garage band through iCloud, just like pages, numbers, and keynote support real-time collaboration. GarageBand supports it as well. And in GarageBand, you can collaborate with multiple people. You can invite people with an iCloud link to play music in GarageBand and to add to a song. And I have a demo that I can also post to the to the list, uh, to the group, and we can make it available to you, which uh, actually was included in a recent episode of the TTJ Talk podcast, where I demonstrated playing part of a song. And I just took a really simple song. I, it was Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. And I played every other line of that song with the on-screen keyboard. And I left gaps in between where the song would be played by someone else. And then I sent a link to that song to my mother, and she filled in the missing parts with her iPad, and we played that together, and that, that ended up as one final song, one final project, which we could share and which we could play back and airplay and do all these different things with that we wanted to. And so really and truly, this is a whole new level of music creation and collaboration. I mean, if we've got any people on this call who have kids or grandkids, maybe your students, yourselves or your teachers, I'm telling you, this is something you want to explore because I can tell you this, there's nothing else that I have ever seen in this business that allows you to collaborate in that way. If you've got students who are working from home this year, they're not going to go into school. They're going to do like our kids and, and, you know, learn remotely. Well, you know, maybe you still want them to participate in music class. Well, this is the way to do it. There's never been anything quite like this. And so that is a really awesome feature that GarageBand has. Now, of course, in addition to all of those powerful things, the other thing that we can do is we can use GarageBand to create ringtones, which is kind of where we're going to focus today. Now, let me just tell you that when it comes to creating ringtones on your iPad or iPhone that you can actually use as real tones, you know, you want to be able to select them and use them as ringtones and text tones and so on. It all has to be done through GarageBand. There are no exceptions to that. If you are going to get a ringtone, unless you're going to do it through the Mac or through a PC with iTunes, okay? Now, that's a different story if you've got a computer, but I'm talking about on, you know, doing it directly on the iPad or the iPhone, if you're going to do it that way, all roads must lead back to GarageBand. And so there's been a lot of talk in the, uh, in the community uh, recently, not the ACB community, but just in, in general in the community of users, uh, that, oh, we maybe could use this uh, third-party iOS app called uh, Ringtone Maker or something like that. Well, all that that does is it allows you one additional option for 
how to get the portion of the song that you want as your ringtone. But ultimately, it's still going to have to be opened up in GarageBand. If you're going to get a ringtone on your iPad or iPhone and not use a computer, then it has to go through GarageBand. No exceptions. All roads lead back to GarageBand. So for me, it just makes sense to do all of your work in GarageBand. But there is one part of this that is a bit tricky, and that is the audio editing part. And that's what we were starting to talk about a little bit ago. And I alluded to the fact that if you have a specific part of a song that you want, you know, it's a five-minute song and you want minute three, and it's really important to you because that's your favorite part of the song or that's the chorus of the song, you're going to need to prepare that ahead of time. Now, that can be done in GarageBand. And remember that GarageBand is fully accessible with voiceover. However, due to the very, very powerful nature of GarageBand and due to the complexity of the app, trying to use it for simple audio edits can be a real challenge because there's a lot of stuff on the screen as you're going to see. And I'm going to describe it to you in a minute or two, and then we'll have Rita or Cliff uh, demo it. Um, So because of that, using GarageBand for simple audio editing can be really tricky. And so there are a couple of apps that you could use to simplify the audio editing process. And one of them indeed is that ringtone maker that some people have been promoting for iOS. Another one, is an app like the Ferrite Recording Studio. And actually, now we can use voice memos because for the first time, it is possible to bring a voice memo in, uh, rather, excuse me, it is possible to bring an audio recording into the voice memos app and trim the beginning and the end of that clip so that you have just the portion of the song that you want. So if it's an audio recording that you can bring in, if it's a file, you know, then you can bring it into voice memos and you can trim it there. You don't even need any third-party apps. So let's answer the question, where are you going to get the music from that you're going to use for your ringtones? Can I get it from my music library? Technically, the answer to that is maybe. (laughs) All right, so it depends on a few factors. Music that is in your music library is not usable by any third-party apps if it is copy protected. And there's actually a term for that you probably have heard of over the years, DRM. DRM stands for Digital Rights Management. Okay, anything from a streaming service is DRM protected. That includes Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, whatever they call theirs now, YouTube Premium or whatever, I don't know what they're choosing to call it now. you know, Amazon, Prime Music, all of these different services that allow you to stream music, that music is DRM protected. And the reason for that is because you're not buying the songs, right? You're paying a monthly subscription fee to have access to all these millions of songs. And so if you get rid of the service, if you suddenly decide, hey, I no longer want Spotify or Apple Music or whatever, then it's not really fair for me to keep all that music because I didn't buy it in the first place. So copy protection is a very simple way to ensure that that process works and that you're not ending up getting something that you didn't pay for. And all that has to happen is when you cancel that service, now suddenly, oh, we can't authenticate anymore that DRM, so that song is no good. 
So you cannot use DRM protected music in any other app. If you have music that you have purchased in your music library, or you got it on there from importing from a CD, or you somehow got it into iTunes, or you know maybe even the iTunes Match subscription service, which is different from Apple Music, then that music is fair game. That music is not DRM protected, and you can bring it into an app like Voice Memos or GarageBand. Now, you're still not going to be able to get it directly from the music app to the Voice Memos app, though, because there's no way to share music with the Voice Memos app. And again, I assume that's because of licensing also. So what you really need to do is you really need to end up with an actual file, okay? So if you can get a file downloaded in the MP, uh, what is it, MP3 format or the M4A format or any of these standard audio formats that you can use, if you can get a physical file onto your device, whether you've downloaded it from the web in Safari, whether somebody sent it to you over Dropbox or iCloud Drive or you know any other service that they sent it to you, if you can get it like that, where it's a file, you can go into the Files app and find it in a folder, find its name, open it up, share it, whatever. That's what you really need. Not a song from your music library because there's no direct way to share it with the GarageBand app or the Voice Memos app. So you get this file wherever you get it. There's a lot of it online. You know, you can just do Google searches for royalty-free songs or good ringtone sounds or, you know, there's a million different ways people get the songs onto their device in the first place and then they save them to files at that point in time you have two choices if it's ready already if you like it the way it is and you don't need to edit the song you can bring it into GarageBand through a process that I'm going to teach you here in a few minutes and and Rita or Cliff are going to demonstrate as I teach it if it's not ready if you are going to want a specific portion of that song you need to bring it into something like voice memos first so that you can cut out the parts that you don't want all ringtones must be, what is it, no more than 30 seconds in length, guys? Yes, I think it's 30. Okay, mm-hmm. 30 seconds in length, okay? And if So if you have a song and you don't care about what part you use, bring it into GarageBand. Even if it's longer than 30 seconds, it will automatically trim it for you. When you tell it you want to make a ringtone, it's going to use the first 30 seconds. And so it's not a problem if the song is too long. You don't have to worry about that as long as you're okay with getting the beginning of the song. It's when you need to edit it yourself. You want the middle or something that you got to use something else. So before we go on and actually start talking about GarageBand and its layout, just with the things that I've explained so far, uh, Cliff or Rita, do you guys have anything to add to what we've said so far? No, just make sure you've got the source for where you're going to grab the music ready. You know, that's right. I, it. <clears throat> I haven't really been paying attention because I'm cleaning up this file that I'm going to send over to the email address. But one thing I did want to suggest, because you suggested it to me, for the ones who did want to clip a middle of a song, isn't there a couple of iOS apps that you recommend that are accessible with voiceover that they can use to trim the clip that they would like yes. to use so it's ready I- before it goes in the garage band? And I did, I did mention one of those already, and then I, I was also telling them that now they can really do it in voice memos uh, because you can, you can right. now import songs 
into into voice memos for the first time. It's very good in iOS 13. And if you're, you know, I can't talk about beta features, beta tester, but if you're if you're not comfortable with it in 13, let me just say just hang tight for 14, especially on the iPad. So, um, you know, it, it, it's not I don't think you're going to have a problem trimming your songs in in uh, voice memos. But yes, there are a couple third party apps. And I did mention one of those to you, Ferrite. Uh, recording studio there's another one called hakuse audio and i don't remember how to spell that it's like h-a-u-k i don't know i don't want to mislead you we can post that too but again this kind of comes down to personal preference and and there there even is this one that that the people have been talking about i've never used it but it's called like ringtone maker or something like that and it, it is supposedly very very easy and very very accessible but i i just want to make sure you all understand that it does not eliminate the need for GarageBand. You ultimately still have to bring the, the tune back into GarageBand anyway. Well, no, there is an app. There was an app that was reviewed by Apple Viz. It's called Music to Ringtone. That's the, the one, that's the one I Music. was talking about. There you go. Yep. And it was reviewed in Apple Viz, www.applevis.com. So go there if you want to grab this. So, I mean, right. so for people, People who are serious about, you know, right. having all kinds of ringtones, you know, this can save you a ton of money. But, you know, so anyway, so it's a it's a there's a curve, a learning curve. OK, so there definitely is. There definitely. and if I want one quickly, let me tell you, I'll still just go buy one on the iTunes store because, you know, I don't mm-hmm, mind me too. for a few here or there. But I have used it for things that I couldn't easily find. um and, and it's weird stuff. I haven't done a lot of them because I like the Apple ringtones that they ship with the phone. And I've bought some that I also really like, you know, that are familiar songs or or what have you. But um, I, I, there, I've done it for some really weird things. Just to give you a couple examples. My son had been using the uh, bedtime feature on the clock app, okay, uh, for those who are familiar with it, the bedtime feature going to be renamed to sleep in the health app in iOS 14. And he was using this and he had an alarm that he really liked. Well, he wanted to set a separate alarm from the bedtime alarm. OK, but he wanted that same wake up sound that the bedtime tab offered him. And there was no way to get that because it was specifically tied to the bedtime tab. So he said, Dad, how can I set? you know, this alarm for some other random time that's not with the bedtime and use that same alarm. I said, you can't, it's not available. You have to choose from one of the regular Apple, you know, alarm sounds that they have, you know, radar or any of these other ones. He said, well, I don't want that. I want the bedtime sound. Isn't there anything you can do? So I said, well, there (laughs) probably is. So after he went to sleep that night, I, (laughs) I went and I found that sound recorded online. Someone had, you know, taken it and made a, an mp3 of it or whatever and i downloaded it in the mp3 format brought it into GarageBand, and made a ringtone out of it so that now he can use it for any alarm that he wanted to so that was one example the another quick example is i really wanted i know people are going to think i'm crazy but i really wanted the the traditional clock radio alarm sound on my iphone because it actually works for me i you know it, it wakes me up more than some of the other ones do and I, I was always surprised that that was not one of the ones that Apple shipped. I figured surely there'd be, you know, clock radio, but there isn't. So I said, we must find this, you know. So I went online and found a clock radio sound and turned that into 
a ringtone and now it's my alarm for almost everything except the bedtime wake up one that I, I also use one of the other ones for. So, you know, all kinds of implementations, all kinds of reasons you might use this. Uh, just make sure you find, you know, this demo we're going to do assumes that you have found or that you already have something um, ready to go that you already like it the way it is. We're not going to do the editing here. Okay. We're going to just do it as is. So let's talk about the GarageBand app. Now the, the, the GarageBand app has several parts to the screen. GarageBand is a landscape only app. So if you are using this, no matter what device you use it on iPhone or iPad, it's going to force the device into landscape mode when you open GarageBand. To my recollection, it does not matter whether you have your home button or charge port to the left or to the right. I think, Rita, you prefer it to the, is it to the, which way do you prefer it? You do have a preference. Let's see. Let me think. Okay, I'm trying to think of how I did it last time. And the idle, um, let me think, hold on. <laughs> How did I turn it? Uh, I think I did it to the to the right. I was holding my iPad. Okay, right. Yeah. I turned it to the right. I think that is the what home you, button. Yeah, I right. think that is what you said. <clears throat> home button to the right. It, but again, it doesn't matter. Whatever your preference is. Correct. And the reason I like it that way is because it wants it in landscape. Okay. And the reason I like I have a home button. Some people have iPads, you know, without a home button. Okay. But I wanted that whole screen to the left clear because there's a, there's a gesture that you have to do where you have to hold on the right-hand side and drag to the left. So I didn't want to run into that home button. Do you know what I mean? I wanted yes. it clear yep. enough to do the dragging. There's a dragging action that you have to do. That's okay. right. <clears throat> That's right. Sorry. So, we will we will demonstrate that for them too, won't we? We'll, we'll actually show them how that's done. Uh, Cliff will demonstrate <laughs> just fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, Cliff, Cliff, start paying attention now because we need you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's. It's time let's, that he did a little work on this, you know. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's first talk about the layout, <laughs> and then uh, we. Um, we're going to demonstrate this. See, we, we, we could just let you all in on our whole family dynamic here of brother and sister. That, that in and of itself would be an entire ACB uh, community session, you know, like a reality <laughs> show behind the scenes or something. Um, so <laughs> so um, let me talk about the layout of this app. The very top part of the screen is your controls, which will be like, I'll show them to you in a minute, or, or Cliff will, or Rita will, but they, they have the button that goes back to the library of songs. They call them songs, the projects that you've made, okay? And you can go back to that main sound or song library to see everything you've ever done, you know, all that in iCloud Drive, wherever, all right? And then there's a bunch of other buttons on the top of the screen across the top, like you have your record button your rewind button, your stop button. You have buttons for metronome. You also have certain buttons that bring up additional controls. Like you have a mode you can toggle between perform mode and tracks mode. And each of those two modes is going to provide different options for you, whether it be the ability to add music to your project, whether it be mixer controls, all sorts of different things like that. The other thing you have is a um, 
a settings button and a song sections button. And I'm going to explain what those do in a moment. All right. So this is all along the top of the screen. I'm going to sort of imagine that the screen is divided into thirds here, top to bottom in, in landscape mode. So we're talking now about the second third of the screen that's kind of the middle of the screen. This is where all of your tracks are. Now, a track is one portion of the song. For example, if I'm making an arrangement of an entire song, all right, this really doesn't apply to a ringtone, but I guess it could. But, you know, let's say I'm making a, 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 an arrangement of a song, okay? And this song has bass and it has piano and it has drums and it has some uh, guitar and maybe it has some electric guitar riffs over top of the regular, you know, acoustic guitar. And then maybe it's got brass or, you know, strings or, uh, you know, harps or whatever they may be. Each of those instruments that I named for you, you're going to put that on a separate track. Or maybe we're recording vocals and there's three different, you know, vocal parts. Each of those is a separate track, right? And so you can have, I don't know, up to like 128 or 64 tracks. I mean, something crazy in GarageBand, okay? And all those tracks are going to be in the middle of the screen. Now, for our ringtone example, we're only going to so, need one so can, I, can, I, can I stop you for just a second? Yeah. So if, if people are doing this, if you can imagine the letter L, like is in uh, Lucy, like a capital L. So what you want to do is stay in where the, the middle, the, the L, like don't stay on the L, like the bottom of the iPad, stay away from, and the far left side, stay away from for now when you're doing these controls. So it's like the, so think of the letter L and then all that space that's to the right of the capital letter L you have to play in. That's right. So you have... <clears throat> We've talked about two of the thirds so far, the top uh, starting left to right with those different controls that we'll show you, you know, play, pause, record, mixer, you know, all those different things. The middle section is these, all the tracks, all the audio you have recorded and additional controls for those tracks, by the way. You know, maybe you want to solo a track, meaning I've recorded eight tracks, but I really need to hear this part on the piano track because I think there's a mistake. I think it's in the piano, but I don't know. So I want to solo that track or I want to mute this track. It's getting in the way. I need to hear everything else. So you can mute and solo. You can add EQ effects. So all that stuff is in the middle of the screen. You can already see why this is getting very complex, but the story still doesn't end there. The bottom third of the screen is going to change depending on what you're recording at the time. So when we get started here, you're going to see that you can record audio. You can record MIDI, like uh, software instruments. You can record smart strings. You can record drummers that we talked about, the Kyle and Caitlin and these different drummers. You can record um, all sorts of different things. And, and even uh, from third-party apps, you can record, okay? Every one of those that you choose brings up something different on the bottom third of the screen. So, for example, if I pick a, uh, a keyboard track, which is your software instruments, the bottom third of the iPad is going to be the piano keys on screen, virtual piano keyboard. And I can play different instruments on that, right? Pianos and guitars and xylophone, whatever. That's the bottom third now. And Apple has done something wonderful with the bottom third uh, when it's a music keyboard. That is that they've automatically 
put it into direct touch mode. A direct touch, just like direct touch typing or direct touch navigation on Apple TV for those who have it, direct touch means that the iPad is going to act like voiceover is not even on. Now, voiceover will talk to you, but it's, it's not, you're not going to have to double tap and, you know, rotor and all these things. It's just direct touch. Very, very simple. You just touch and it does what it's supposed to do. Why do you want direct touch on the piano keys at the bottom of the screen of the iPad? Because you don't want to have to tap and double tap every single note uh, when you're trying to play music. That would catch up to you very quickly. So it's designed so that the top and, and middle of the screen are normal voiceover gestures and the bottom when it's a piano keyboard are automatically direct touch gestures. So if you're using a piano, a keyboard track, that's the bottom third. If you're doing an audio track for vocals or something, you are going to find effects on the bottom of the screen. Remember how I talked about, you know, you can make it sound like you're a robot or a chipmunk or you're in a telephone booth. That's what's on the bottom third of the screen, along with controls for things like uh, gain and um, distortion and, and all these things that mean something if you are a sound engineer or, you know, a, a musician with experience in uh, electronic type of music and stuff like that. So all of these things are on the bottom of the screen. So you can already see why this app is going to be very, very complex and why the learning curve is so steep. Now, the process of creating a ringtone involves creating a new song. Remember, the song is the name of uh, a project in GarageBand. So you create a new song, a new project, and you use the audio track. Believe it or not, we're going to use the vocals track specifically because even though we're not going to be recording vocals, that vocal track really does give us kind of a blank space to do what we need to do in this ringtone. So the, the, the process involves creating a new project or a new song and starting with a vocals audio track. We are then going to have to bring in our music file as a loop. It's called a loop. And we're going to bring that into GarageBand and then we're going to export it as a ringtone. So three basic steps that really do equal something like 20, 28 steps, you know, something like that when you break it all down. Now, the last point that I want to tell you before we demo, I'm just giving Cliff time to actually start paying attention and get ready to demo. <laughs> <laughs> the last point that I really do want to make is that GarageBand has something else to be aware of, and it's called song sections. Why do we have song sections? Song sections were designed because the screen is not infinitely large. Uh, a 10.2-inch iPad 7th generation, even a 12.9-inch iPad Pro, yes, they're beautiful displays for those who can see them. Gorgeous and very large, and they're great for doing presentations and watching movies and you know all sorts of things. But they really are not large enough to see an entire song. And so the thinking behind this was, let's give musicians and artists a way to break this song up into small chunks that they can actually see, especially on an iPhone. And so they created song sections. And the idea is that you can record the song in pieces. You can record one section at a time. You can duplicate it. You can move it. You can do all sorts of things like that. Now, if you're like me and you're actually recording music and arrangements, 
you don't want to record your song in sections. And I think it's safe to say that most serious musicians are not going to want to record their song in sections. They're going to want to have an unlimited recording time and they're going to want to just record and not have to stop and worry about duplicating sections. And so you can change the section length or you can make it automatic, which means it just keeps going for as long as GarageBand can record, which I think GarageBand has something like a 90 minute recording limit per song or, you know, something like that. So you can make an automatic song section, which just keeps going for that entire time or until you stop it. In the case of um, ringtones, we probably are going to want to make our song section just a little bit longer than the default of eight bars. Or, although now that I'm thinking about it, maybe eight bars will be enough. But we want to be aware of that going in because we're going to take a look at that. So I think what we'll do now, Cliff, are you, are you with us now? I never left. Oh, okay. Well, you know. <laughs> I, I, I was trying to find the podcast because I was going to play that. You know, going to put me on the spot to demonstrate this. Then. And I messed up. Everybody on ACB radio wants to hear this. Thing. <laughs> well, hey, if you want to do that, that's fine. Did you find it? <clears throat> no, I didn't. <laughs> and, and, and in the time that, um, and in the time that I was, um, editing the, uh, the message and sent a message off to ACB or the community at acb.org. I got eight messages from people already wanting the tutorial. So <laughs> I was sending wow. those off too. So um, got some good, got some listeners, whether it's here or on ACB radio, there's definitely people listening. So That's yeah, awesome. I got, That's I got awesome. garage band open. So really you're going to tell me the steps uh, and I'm going to do them. Okay. So you, you can't make me do everything. We'll tell you the steps. We'll walk you through. I'll be happy to, I'll be happy to tell you what to do. <laughs> Why did I say that? Okay. Sorry, right, guys. right, right. Okay. So, okay. So, yeah. Open yeah, the do you garage... want to go ahead and read it? That's fine. Okay. Open the GarageBand app, put it in landscape mode, whichever way you want it. I'm already done now. I'm, okay. I'm basically, okay. I'm already at the add button. Okay. So, so for other, for people listening, okay, the first thing you want to do is you want to make sure you have the recents tab selected at the very bottom left of your screen. You want recents. Okay. Then you want to hit the add button, which is in the upper top right hand corner of the screen. Okay. So he's at the add. So, okay. So the next thing we're going to do is, okay. Swipe to the right to get to the song selections. Oh wait, wait! I'm sorry. Wait, cancel. Hold on. Hang on. I'm I'm going through my notes. Open the GarageBand app. Make recents. Add. Yeah, I said. Well, yeah, he needs to hit. Did you okay. actually hit? You the need add to go to the picker. Yeah, I, I, the... I did. I did hit the add button already. Okay, and now now you need to go to the picker, which is. Flick up on the picker to get to the... I got to get to the picker first. To the audio track, yes. To the audio tracks. And you want the voice button. Hang on, hang on. I'm going to get my... Do something else. Move a 30-second ringtone into iCloud Drive or drop. Open the GarageBand app. Make sure the recent tab that is on the bottom left is selected. Okay, we got. You got the add button. Go back to the where that is. Okay. Yep. 
Open the GarageBand app. Make sure the Recents tab that is on the bottom left is selected, and choose the App button. Okay. Swipe up or down to select a custom. Flick up on the picker with one finger to get to page four. For the instrument choice of audio recording, and choose the Voice button. Okay. So you want the page four. Open, flick up on the picker with one finger to get to page four. For the instrument choice of audio recording, and choose the Voice button. Swipe up or down to select the custom action, then double tap to activate. And you want the Voice button. Correct. Swipe, flick up on the picker with one finger to get to page four. For the instrument choice of audio recording and choose the voice button. Swipe up or down to select the custom. here because I hit the add button and it brought me to my songs. Live loops. Tracks. Swipe. I think. No, no. Yeah. Go so down. Think, go ahead. Keep go swiping ahead, to the. Keep swiping to the right until you get to that picker. I think, we're, I think we missed a step because that picture's not here. There it is. Make sure to flick up on the picker. Yeah, but this is only saying one of two and two of two. Live loops and then and then live loops two of two. Huh? Oh, you know why? You know why? There there are two buttons. One is uh, instruments and one is live loops. And I think we must have live loops selected instead of tracks. I think you have to go pick tracks instead That's of live loops. Yeah, tracks has to be selected here, right? Right. Yeah, that's what Swipe I thought. Swipe to the flick up on the picker with one keyboard. Yep, there we go. You, yep, you, tracks have to be selected. Okay, and then you want songs. Yep, Swipe I know. Flick up on the picker with one finger to get to page four. For the instrument choice of audio recording and choose the voice oh, button. Audio recording, I'm sorry. I knew what you meant. <laughs> okay, good. Now it's on audio recorder, so it's on 4 of 11. Okay. Okay. Swipe to the right and deselect them. Click up on the picker with one finger to get to page four. For the instrument choice of audio recording and choose the voice button. And choose the voice button. And double tap on voice. Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. Now we go. Swipe to the right and deselect them. Just in case you cannot. We're hearing. We're hearing. Rita's iPad a lot better than we're hearing Cliff's because it's kind of fading in and out a little bit there. But just in case you didn't hear what we did there, we opened a new project. We hit add, okay? And then we attempted to find the uh, the picker for what instrument we wanted. But there are two different modes. There's tracks mode and live loops mode. Live loops is that thing I told you about earlier that's great for in a classroom setting where people don't even know a thing about music and you can put notes onto a grid and it just works. Well, that's not what we want here. We want the tracks mode where we can add manually each track that we wanted. So he selected tracks and then he went over to the instrument browser and there's a picker that you swipe up and down. There's 11 different choices and page four is the one you want. That's the audio recorder. And then he swiped to the right and there was the voice button and we're going to do a vocal track. So we double tapped on voice. Now, the next thing that we want to do here, this brings us into the main GarageBand screen. If Cliff touches the very top left of the screen, you'll hear, I think it says, um, my songs button. At least on the iPad, it does. Yeah, we're, I'm on the iPhone, so. Okay, and then. Yeah, on the iPhone, I think it says. Uh, songs and oh what does it say you want to deselect it the metronome two things into one but it, it, once, once you find that far left button you want to start swiping to the right because the first thing we want to do 
is to deselect the metronome. In case you don't know, a metronome is that thing that automatically keeps time for you. It, it, um, yeah, and it's selected. So we're going to double tap that to deselect it. I just did. Okay. okay. All right. Now, next step is swipe to the right to get to the song selections. Swipe to the right to get to the song selections. And I think that's actually supposed to be, uh, I think that should be song sections. Swipe to the right to get to the song selections. Okay, I have selections, but sections, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I think it's sections. Yeah, but song sections. Double tap on that, okay. right? Yeah. Swipe to the right to select section A. Eight bars button. Yeah, swipe, uh, swipe to the right, to, to, the the right to get to section A. Swipe to yeah, he's got to double tap it first. Okay. Song sections. And your iPad is or your iPhone is sounding really good now. We can hear it really well. And automatic has to be on, and I just double tap that. Right. So that that just saves him from running out of room in that song section. It's just automatic. As I said, probably we wouldn't really need it with a ringtone, but I don't remember what eight bars is, and depending on what the tempo is, that could be you know less than thirty seconds. So we don't want to you know, run short. So he's just turned on automatic. And now Cliff, you can just, uh, if there's a done button, you can hit it. If not, you can just dismiss that pop-up. Right, select the automatic and toggle it to on. Flick back to select. Okay. And he's got the automatic on. Flick back to the left to go to done. Make sure that you stay to the top of the aisle. Swipe to the right to select the automatic and toggle it to on. Flick back to select the done button. Okay. Go to the done. It was a pop-up. I already dismissed it. Okay. Oh, great. Okay. You're just so smart. Okay. <laughs> make sure that you stay to the top of the iOS device screen. Okay. Then go to tracks. Then make, go to loop. Make sure you stay to the top right. Okay. Make sure that you stay to the top of the iOS device so screen. That's so important. Then go to tracks. The that's so then go to tracks and go to loops. That's right. right. The reason it's so important that you stay to the top is because you don't want to get into those effects and all the other things at the bottom. So at the top of the screen, there's going to be a button that says tracks as you swipe to the right. We want to double tap that and it should change to perform. And then he wants loops. Tracks, right? Yes. Right. Then loops. Did it, it change to perform now? Make sure that you. There's instruments and live loops. Then okay. Do I and have make sure that you stay to the top of the iOS device. Okay. Uh, then go to tracks. Then go to loops. Keep going. Then go to loops. Right. Okay. Loops right there. Loops. Double tap. Loops. All right. Uh -huh. so double tap on loops. All right. Okay. So all right. Let me, let me now I know where I'm at. All, yeah. Now you know where you're at. Let me explain to you all what we have here now. He has double tapped on the button called loops which is only available once he double tapped on the tracks button. Remember I said there's two modes, tracks and perform. You have to double tap on tracks first. Now, loops, when he double taps that, allows him to insert music or loops into his project. And he has three choices. Apple loops, which are these built-in little, you know, jingles and different things that they've given you. Audio uh what is it? Uh, music library, which you could bring something in from your music library, and then the files uh, button, files. which is the mm -hmm. one that he's going to choose. Okay, so now he's going to choose files. So uh, let me uh, I'll play this. There will be three buttons at the top: Apple Loops, Files, and Music. Choose files. Okay, so Swipe choose choose files. 
Now, one thing I want to point out before we even go any further, you see how important it is to follow the directions to the T. It's not jumping ahead or I can skip this or I can do this in a different order. No, these directions have to be followed to the letter because if you don't, you're going to miss something, you're going to mess something up, and you're going to have to start all the way back over. Matt can attest to that, you know, some other things that he's um, installed like a – um, the what was it, Matt? The uh, the garage door opener. The garage door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yes. you have to follow these directions to the letter. That so. was definitely an exercise in humility, if I ever had one, because I thought, <laughs> oh, I can do this, I can figure this out, and I mean, <laughs> I just totally messed it up. And the only way to do it was to follow every instruction exactly as it was presented, even though it didn't make sense to me. But now it does because I understand. But yeah. All right. So right. I'm going to double tap on files. Hmm. I let that play on purpose. Right. It said files you've imported from iCloud Drive can be found here. So what happens is this, once you double tap on files, okay, you now have access to any music files that you have already brought into GarageBand. If you've not yet brought your file in, it's going to be a two-step process of first bringing the song file in from iCloud Drive and then dragging it into your song project. So, Cliff, are you going to – do you have any files there that you've already brought in or are you going to actually go to iCloud Drive and I, bring some I in? do have some here, but I want to show them that you – you know, how you have to browse to get to that stuff. But I okay, do have so files let's here. Do it that way. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and go ahead and find one. All right, so it says browse items from the files app. And I'm double tapping that. No, I don't want that file. That's okay, let's do it this way. All right, I'm going to browse because it was breaking up all my recent. So that was my, all my audio describing with that download as well. Okay. So I'm going to go down here to where my files are, my sound. Yep, there's a, here's a uh, folder here that I call sounds. in this folder here. You're getting an idea for how many sounds he has. He has hundreds, thousands. <laughs> Where'd it go? This is one of my favorites right here. We'll do this one. So what it's doing now is because it's not on my phone. It's in iCloud, but it's not downloaded on my phone. It's actually downloading the file to my phone first before it can import it into that section where we need to uh, 
get it to um to be, to be able to drag into GarageBand. So so you you double tapped it and it said downloading, and then you're gonna have to probably double tap it again actually to put it yes. into. And that's still not going to put it in the project, understand. All right, That's now I just double-tapped it again, and now it just said Apple Loops letting me know I'm back into the section where I can find that file at. So what, what that has done is it brought the song from the Files app into GarageBand, but not into his song project yet. It's just in that list of loops now when he has files selected. If he swipes to the right, he'll find Sherry 10 revised. Now here's where the fun part really begins. What he's now, going I'm actually, to I'm actually going to play this file because this is actually a file that my wife created in GarageBand. So it's just going to give you an idea oh, what you okay, can so do. Before, yeah, before I tell him how to do this, go ahead and just play it and show us what it sounds like. Oh, that's the music you play in your podcast. <laughs> you actually listen to my podcast? God, I admitted it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that, yeah, but you're right. That is one of my favorite tracks that she created, and that's actually my my, my I've dedicated that to be my my intro, my um my main theme song for when I introduce who's going to be on the show and what we're going to talk about. Yeah, so, yeah I you're exactly I, right. I do like yeah. that. I like that a lot. She did a good job with that. Uh, just to give my welcome ego to, a boost the to the stirred up podcast. Well, <laughs> <laughs> just to give my ego a boost, what does my opening intro song sound like, Rita? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I yeah, that, that's one of them. Yeah, there's there's a couple different um, ones. Yeah, that's one. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, so now here's where things really get interesting. Oh boy, yes. What he's got to do. <laughs> okay, well. Let me go. Yeah. Let me go to the directions first. Okay. Let me. I'm on the directions. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. You want to read them? The, yeah. the bottom right hand corner. Okay. Go to the browse tab, which is in the bottom right hand corner. Find a specific ringtone that you want to import into GarageBand. Find the specific ringtone you want to import into GarageBand. Then select the 30 second ringtone that you saved in Dropbox or iCloud Drive. Okay. Then select it. Bring focus to the song clip and perform a one finger double tap and hold to drag it into the song. Okay. Bring focus to the sound clip. That's where he is on this share and. Okay. Then bring focus to the song clip and perform a one finger double tap and hold to drag it into the sound section, which is right. Okay. So let right. me let me just let me just interpret this a little bit and and explain it. What you are doing is you are dragging the song from the library of loops here into your actual project onto that audio track that you've created. And the the way, I mean this is an extremely visual thing, but the way to do it with pretty much guaranteed accuracy most of the time <laughs> is to double tap and hold on it and then you've got to drag your finger as far to the left as it will go without going off the screen and you then have to hold it there for a second or two that's where cliff and i well i guess i'm the one that messed up i'll just admit it because he'll say it if i don't that's <laughs> where i messed up the first time that I did it in the demo is I, I just wasn't thinking about it. Normally I just did it without thinking, but you know, you're talking through it. You're more cognizant of it. And I didn't hold it long enough. If you don't hold it, it's not going to work. You double tap and hold, you drag as far to the left as you can go. And then you continue to hold for another second or two. And you will actually hear voiceover say importing, adding song, something like that. It's actually going to say that. And unless you hear it say that, it's not done properly, and you might as well start over again. So, Cliff, are you ready? 
As ready as I'm gonna be. <laughs> All right. All right. We're not gonna we're gonna have it quiet on the set while he makes this movie. He's not gonna talk through it because he's got to right, focus on uh, it. I usually do some iPads, so forgive me for taking more than one. So let's try this. I got it yes. on the first yes. try. All right. All right. <laughs> now there may be a little bit of every now and then I get a little bit of a gap because maybe it wasn't quite far enough. But what he's going to do is he's going to quadruple tap the rewind button. That's like a sighted version of a double tap. Right. And that will yep. make sure he's at the very beginning of the song and then he'll hit play and we'll see how long it takes it to start. Hopefully right away. Yeah, it was pretty instant, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. So. This project is now ready to be exported as a ringtone. So our last series of steps here. And just so you guys know, I had not even made this a ringtone yet. I had planned on it, but since I saw this on the calendar, I decided to wait and to demonstrate this. And I knew Matt and Rita were going to make me do it, so I was ready. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so the he's next got his step. project. He's got to go back to the, uh, the My Songs library, which is very... Once you okay, it will say audio file. You want me to go to the next direction? Yeah, you can, yeah, you can, yeah. Okay. Swipe right until you get to the rewind, play, and fast forward buttons. Hit the rewind yeah, with the one finger tap three did, times. Okay. Double he, tap the play he, button to hear the song. Okay. And double he, tap on the stop button. He did it. Okay. Swipe, and I'll swipe, just button, point out that that those okay. those instructions were those instructions were written in iOS 12 when a triple tap with voiceover did a sighted double tap. Now you have to do a quadruple tap. Quadruple tap. We need to revise this. Right. So it's, yeah, we'll have to okay. revise that a little bit, but yeah. So he, but he did that and he tested it. He played it and it's all good. Now it said, go to the navigation button. I think that is what it's called on the iPhone. Far left top of the screen is the button he needs, right? Yes. Double swipe left to get to the navigation button and double tap to open it. Okay. Swipe up or down to select navigation button, double tap to open it. Oh, it says my songs. That's what we want. Double tap. <coughs> and, it just, and it just said saving. So now I got right. to go over to. So, yeah, it saved it. And what he's in now is he's in his library of all his projects. And he's going to have to find that project. It's going to be right now called like my song or something. Yes, my song nine. Obviously, I got eight others in it that I haven't seen. Rita would not like that because it's not. <laughs> but you gotta, you're gonna. What are you gonna do? Double tap and hold on it, or quadruple tap it to bring up the context menu, right? Yes, to rename it because you want to. What we what we're talking about here is renaming it because if we go into export it and we go to rename it there, it's not gonna save it as a project. Well, it'll save it as a project, but you won't know what it's called. So it's best to save it before you go to export it. That way, you can right. always find it. I like to rename it first too. So yeah, let's. All right. Rename. There it is. Okay, why is it doing that to me? Okay, there we go. I'm looking for the... I'm looking for the clear button. Where's the clear text button? Cherry 2, file, in iCloud, 6 slash 23 slash 9, Cherry 9, file, in iCloud, 6 slash 23, Cherry 8, Cherry 13, 
Why did it disappear on me? Oh, there. Okay. Matt? Yeah. This is Matt. I stepped in for Mika. I just wanted to let you know that you guys have 20 minutes. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Of course. Okay. Let's go. Let's go to done because it's not working out. Okay. He's got to just get back to the most recent song. It, it's yeah, it's not cooperating with me. Of course, it wouldn't. Would you get all to the, all the way to the end, and it wouldn't get wouldn't wouldn't cooperate with you? So of course. <laughs> so I'm gonna cheat. <clears throat> There you got it. Jesus, I use my keyboard. <laughs> hey, well, I'll tell you what I, I think is probably happening there is that you remember there's some changes in the file. Yeah, and I think yeah, and, and, and I think it just puts everything in a in a little grid here. And well, my song set. All right, there. It's renamed. All right. So, okay. Once he now, what he'll do is he'll double tap and hold on it again to find the uh, the share. It's under share that you do this, right? Yeah. I think, oh, let, yeah actually, let me... I think you can actually swipe up to get to um, export it. Let me see. Yeah, I think maybe you can. Yep, yep. You can swipe up to hit share. So he has song, which will export a full song, ringtone, and then project the file itself. If you want to send the actual file, like to collaborate or, you know, continue working on it or something with somebody else. But we're going to choose ringtone. And I just did. And what it what it brought up, because this is much longer than 30 seconds, it told it told me that my uh, length needs to be adjusted and it's going to do it for me automatically. Right. It'll force it. So you don't have to worry. So he hits and continue. He, he continue. Now, because he's already renamed the project, the ringtone will have the correct name also. All right, it said export. Let's see. And then he wants export. Ringtone export successful. And he has choices now, just like when you buy one. He can assign it to a contact. He can do nothing with it for now. He can make it his default ringtone. You have all those choices. And I just hit OK because it, and even if you don't select one of those choices, it automatically goes into your um, ringtone library, like ringtones, text tones, uh, your sounds library. Let's just call it sounds. Right. Go your right. Sounds library. Right. Sounds library. So if you want to find it, you'll go into settings and sounds, you know, and there it'll be. Yep. It now, won't be in it, your sounds library to put it in alphabetical yeah. order. So because okay. it sounds with, starts with an S, it'll be all the way at the bottom, but I know how to get there, so it's no big deal. Right. 
Now, let me just give you a couple final notes here, and then we'll get the questions because I'm sure there will be some. So here's the, just a couple final little things. You don't because if you save your GarageBand projects in iCloud, as I recommend doing, as as all of us do, Cliff, Rita, myself. Yeah. If you do that, you will always have them, even if you get a new device. So. If you get a new device and you restore from an iCloud backup, it's already going to have all your ringtones in it anyway. But even if you set up your device as new as I have done sometimes, because sometimes I just like to start fresh when I get a new device, I can still get that ringtone without having to go through doing that whole drag and import process again, because I already have the project file. In my case, I give you that example of the clock radio. So I have a file now in iCloud in GarageBand called Clock Radio Project. It's already got the sound in it. So if I get a new iPhone, even if I set that iPhone up as new, all I've got to do is open that GarageBand project. I don't even have to open it, actually. I can just open GarageBand, find Clock Radio Project, and hit Share, and immediately turn it back into a ringtone. So it's really simple once it's done one time. If you do it in iCloud, you're going to always have it. Also, if you do use iCloud backup, your ringtones do get backed up to iCloud. If you ever want to delete this ringtone, you have to go back into GarageBand and you have to choose share as ringtone again. And then there it will show you your list of existing ringtones and you can delete them. Anything else that you guys want to add before we take the questions? Good job, my brother. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Big Fist. (laughs) Yeah, that was was good. um, One thing I think... And I just I think I just did it by habit just because I've been doing it so much. Not only do you have to hold it at the end, I think you, when you double tap and hold it at the beginning, before you slide, you have to hesitate. That's the part that we missed in the podcast. Remember back back in October when we did it, we had to do it a couple of times because we weren't um, double tapping. I mean, we were, we were double tapping and holding, but we were immediately um, sliding. You have to double tap and hesitate before you slide. And then when you get to the end, you have to hesitate again and then let it go. And then it's going to say important. So me and Rita and even you, Matt, we can, you know, revise those instructions. But, um, mm-hmm, yes. you know, that that's basically how it's done. I mean, if you play with it for a while like we did you'll get the hang of it i mean because i can do this in my sleep now i mean i was surprised i actually did it that quick on the phone because i usually do it on my ipad because i got more screen to work with but i got it on the phone too so absolutely all right so let's take some questions before we close all right so if you guys have a question and you would like to raise your hand if you're using a pc it is alt y if you're using a mac it is options y if you dialed in using a telephone keypad it is star nine and if you're using the zoom app it is that big raise hand button (laughs) so (laughs) let's see we do have some questions danette you're allowed to talk and good to go ahead this may be a really stupid question and i do apologize before i even ask it how on my garage band app i just um like set it up today but it says there's 19 messages. How do I get to those messages? 19. Oh, okay. What, yeah, what that is, that's not a stupid question at all. What, <laughs> what that is, is that's, that's a badge count notifying you that there are 19. In this case, probably it's trying to get you to download some of those sounds that we talked about, like software instruments oh. or Apple loops oh. or you know something like that. They want you to download. So if you want to do that, 
when you open a new project and you find that song, uh, an instrument browser where Cliff went through and he saw, you know, audio recording. And I, I said there were 11 uh -huh. different pages. And okay, the 11th page is called Sound Library. And you can oh. actually go and see all the sounds that can be downloaded, all the instrument packs, all the loops, and they're all free. Everything is free. Okay. It's just that they don't automatically get downloaded because maybe not everybody wants them. And then, so, you know, you, you don't need to take up space with them if you're not okay. going to use them. So, yeah. Okay. Good. I'm glad I wasn't stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Vicky, you are allowed to talk and should be able to unmute. Um, just a couple things. First off, um, do I understand that GarageBand is actually an app that you had to download from the App Store, yeah? Well, yeah, it is an app that you have to download, but it may already be on your phone. If you get a new iPad or a new iPhone, it's actually preloaded on there. But, you know, maybe if you've inadvertently deleted it or even, you know, on purpose before or, you know, you restore from a backup where you had to whatever, it may not be. But, yeah, if you, you brand new devices, it's actually included. Otherwise, yes, you can download it from the App Store for free. Okay. Then my next question was, to create the ringtone, can you create it from an existing song that you may have or does it only... Can you only do it by creating your own music? So that's where I was saying, as long as the song is not copy protected, if you got it like from, if you actually bought it from the iTunes store or brought it in from a CD or something, as long as it's not like an Apple music track or a Spotify track or something, if it's actually a song you own, then you can do the same thing we just did, except instead of choosing files in that loops step, you would choose music. And it would give you access to your music library. Now, as I mentioned, if you need to trim it, that's where you're going to have a problem you, you, because you can't take it into voice Lower memos hand. from music. So you have menu. to Lower hand. try to find it another way. Or, or you might be able to get somebody cited to help you trim it in GarageBand. I mean, it is doable in GarageBand to, to um, take out parts of the song and move things around. It's just a, you know, a little bit complex because of the layout of the app. All right. Thank you, Vicky. Mary, you are allowed to talk and should be able to unmute. Yeah, I have uh, two questions and they're not related. One is, um, I'm a bad Mac user. Um, is this also accessible on the Mac? And the other one is, where do we get your podcasts and information? So the, uh, the, you can do this on the Mac. I mean, it's a slightly different experience. You're looking for the same kinds of things, but you know, the layout, the way you do it is going to be a slight bit different. Um, the podcasts, uh, both Cliff and I have podcasts. Um, mine is called TTJ Talk. His is called Stir It Up, but Stir is spelled with a U. So S-T-U-R-I-T-U-P, Stir It Up, and TTJ Talk, T like Tango, Tango, Juliet, and then the word talk. Now, both of those podcasts are available on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Breaker, Radio Public, Overcast, just, you know, almost any podcast platform you can think of. And you can even ask, you know, like Siri or A-L-E-X-A -E or somebody to play <laughs> them. And then, uh, although I don't know if she'll do the S-T-U-R if you say stir, but uh, the other thing is uh, we both have websites. So my website is TTJ Tech. Now, careful, it's not talk, it's tech in that case. T-T-J-T-E-C-H dot net dot N-E-T. 
You can subscribe to the blog. You can go to our podcast page from there. And then Cliff is stirrituppcom But again, just remember that stir is spelled with a U. All right. right. And, and also people should be signing up for that ttjtech.net to follow the blog by email because that's where everything is posted for upcoming classes, how to register, yes, um, all kinds of uh, information is posted there. So you should be registered for that. And as I said, some, sometime later tonight, we're going to open up registration for all these free classes. So if you're not subscribed to the blog yet, now would be a great time to do it. And you'll get that email tonight then. All right. John, you should be able to unmute. Go ahead with your question. Okay. I uh, downloaded the um, GarageBand this afternoon. I guess I had deleted it or, or something. But um, anyway, I've got it. I was following you along to a certain point, and then I got lost. I can't find a back button or any way to get back to the beginning to start it over. Well, um, the button you're looking for, are you on an iPhone or an iPad? Did you say? iPhone. Okay. The button you're looking for to go back is the navigation button at the upper left. And once you hit that, it'll say my songs and you can double tap again. That'll take you clear out of the project to the, the files where you can just create, add a new project and start all over. Okay. I clicked my um, navigate and it went back to my songs. Yep. Then you can start fresh. Okay. Thank you. All right. You're doing a great job. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Thank you, John. Trina, you should be, you're allowed to talk and should be able to unmute. Yeah. Um, I, I had the app, but I, I, cause I wasn't really using it. So I deleted it. So do I go just cause I went to the app store and I saw a garage band app, but I just wanted to make sure it was the right one because I didn't want to get another one if there was any other app in there. <laughs> right. So it's it's going to be GarageBand and the developer will be Apple, Apple Incorporated. And it, because you already huh. had it, it should say re-download instead of get. Um, it didn't say re-download. It said get. So I don't know. That's why I was kind of hesitant to get it because. <laughs> um, well, hmm, unless it was, would... uh, which, which iOS device do you have? Uh, I have the new SE. Yeah, it should be fine. I mean, there's no reason. Huh. It, yeah, just make sure it's by Apple. You know, this developer is oh. Apple. Huh. Okay, I'll just have to look in there and see because it just said get. Because usually with you know the apps, you know, because I've seen the redownload when I would uh, when I deleted the news app and then I got it back and it said redownload, but I didn't see that with the GarageBand. So, <laughs> and yeah. um, with this particular um presentation where can can i hear this again somewhere or a second <laughs> um so these are usually put up on um acb radio you can always go back later and also uh i believe cliff sent in this documentation to the community email as mika had suggested and so in that documentation that will be posted there is a link to that podcast where he and i went through and demoed it a couple times as well. All right. And your last question is, Donna, you should, you're allowed to talk and should be able to unmute. Hi. So what did you say the website was? Because I went to what I heard you say, 
And I got definitely didn't get what it should be. Let's just okay. T T J T E C H dot net. So Tangle Tangle Juliet T E C H dot net. Oh, okay. So T T J Tech. Correct. Dot net. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, and, I missed the tech part, let's just say. Yeah, and look for the thing. It says follow the blog by email. Um, okay, okay. And sign up for the emails, and then you'll get an email, and then you'll need to confirm with that email back to make sure you're not a robot or whatever, and then you'll start right. getting all the emails. Right. right. Oh, excellent. Right. Great. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Donna. Okay, thank you guys so much for this presentation. I know it was very helpful. It's a, it's a, it's complicated, but it's worth it if you want to put in the work yeah. for it. Once, once you get the hang of it, it, it's, it's, you know, you can do it in your sleep. Definitely. All right. Is um, Matt? Do you have any closing notes? Anything to add? I think that's pretty much it since we've given you the contact info already. Uh, you know, ttjtech.net, as I said before, lots of free classes coming up. So you may want to get on board with those. And we're still offering help sessions as well every week. You can find out about all of that on the website. And um, all the registrations for these new classes will be open tonight. So you want to. Uh, get on board with that real quick because they're going to fill up fast. I have a feeling just based upon the, um, the feedback we've already been getting. Right. Right. Rita, we got a few yes, today. A lot of feedback, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 When you so, said you were uh, going to post just, just the course be, information, uh, information, uh, it uh, they were looking at 1201 AM, right? 1201 AM. Yes. Yeah. I already, uh, I yeah, got, yeah. Uh, I, I got 20 emails to reply to with people who wants this tutorial already. So, is oh, oh with the with GarageBand. Okay, great, yep, great. Yep. Yeah, yep. So Wonderful. thanks so much All for having right. us. Uh, thank you, really Rita, Matt, Cliff, <laughs> okay. and thank you, Doug, and ACB Radio. Thank you guys so much. Okay. All, All right. right. See you guys next week.